0: It is the corner three on Studio 41 Radio, 97 One The Freak. The Mavs YouTube channel, Spotify, iTunes, and the whole rest of the internet. The whole world is buzzing about this show. So be grateful you're listening to it first, right here on 97 One The Freak. My name is Bobby Corella. Joining me today, as always, Hot I didn't know
1: if you were gonna go me or Isaac. <laughs>
0: well, I was I was deciding. I did <laughs> yeah, a I did no, a little coin very, flip.
1: Yeah. I did a little coin flip. flip, and I was like, okay, I... do I want to
0: introduce? Do I want to say how the heck are you? You know. Okay. And then I was just like, no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna. There's Hati levels Yabba. to it. Yeah. Okay. Because it feels like good, every, every time you? I ask you how you are, you always don't answer the question, uh, and then you just send it right back to me.
1: <laughs> I like being yeah. I like adding a little mystery.
0: Yeah. Uh, the the C tier queen. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good nickname? Do you like that nickname? I like
1: it. I'll take All it. I'll take it. All, it. Take it. All <laughs> right. The
0: C-tier queen, Katia And uh, also, via the internet, is the one more thing king. Locked on Mavs Zone, Mavs.com, the whole shebang. Isaac Harris. Isaac, how are you?
1: What's up?
0: What
2: what up? I'm just out here trying to dream up what I'm going to paint next on a mural. And I have a, uh, I have a road trip coming up. So I'm about to drive back to Dallas in Kentucky, visiting family. So, I got a question for the listeners. If you're listening to this on the radio um, on Saturday, then halfway through my trip, tweet at me what I should be listening to. I need some podcast wrecks. I need uh, need something to shoot me a DM, leave a comment, or tweet at me and just tell me, hey, you got to be listening to this
0: on your road trip. I need to know. Follow up question for you there Are you and Barb both listening? To the same podcast? Is it an AirPod situation? Is she napping? Is it while you, is she driving? And you're in the back seat. Does that have AirPod to be done? kid
1: friendly? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is the no, fam no, no, no. listening? What's going on?
2: No, no, no. They got their own Tony boxes and Frozen stuff. I'm I'm rocking some AirPods in the front seat. Driving. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. I've never been a big listen to podcast on road trip guy.
1: Oh, dude, I'm a huge podcast. What do you listen to?
0: Spotify, just hit that shuffle button, baby, and just let the music oh my happen. gosh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's
2: 13 hours, so I don't know if I can do 13 <laughs> hours of music. I'll do stretches.
0: Hey, I've done it before, all right? Never alone. Okay. I do it with friends, conversation, you know, all that stuff. It's not, it's not like I'm just out there by myself. I've never soloed a trip longer than... Uh, I think like four hours maybe is my record i think okay. i've driven to maybe like houston or austin by myself before. i've
1: done houston and austin by myself but I, oh and okc mm. i've done that by myself mm. but I've i never... basically
0: did okc by myself one yeah. time i can tell you that story off uh off mic oh. one time about what happened on that road trip uh, we'll spicy. pay wallet yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we got i got a big business plan <laughs> announcement coming up next week uh on the corner three but first off you know we, we got to knock out some maps talk so Okay, let's uh, let's play a game. All right, we're gonna become investors. Let's <laughs> let's hit the boardroom. We're heading to uh, whatever I don't know uh, the stock market floor. <laughs> what do you call it? Yeah. The New York Stock Exchange. I mean, it's
1: Exchange. the internet now, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's sure. right. We're
0: logging into uh, Robinhood.
1: Not you know? sponsored. Correct.
0: Uh, <laughs> definitely not sponsored anymore. Uh, we're gonna play a game called <laughs> the Mavs DAC. All right. We're selling, buying, and holding Mavs stock. Trend for a player, for a storyline, for a development, for an idea, all of these things. And so um, I'm going to participate in this game as well, but I want you to answer first, guys. What I'm going to do is present an idea to you, or present a thing, or a player, or an opinion, a take. And I want you to let me know if you're buying, which means... You're already like you already got some of this stock and you want even more. You're super high on it. You're holding, which means you do have some stock or did maybe at the beginning of the year, but maybe you're like, I don't know about it. I'm I'm not ready to sell, but I don't want to buy more, you know. Uh maybe like you're incomplete sort of thing. Or are you selling? Are you panicking? Okay. Are you jumping ship? Are you cashing out? Maybe it could be because you're like, oh, I don't I don't want to touch this anymore. Or it could be. Because I like your you're... little
1: note in our rundown just says sell.
0: Ah! <laughs> yeah, all caps just <laughs> sell. Okay. Ah! But uh, or it could be because you're so confident that it's gonna happen that you're like, you know what, I'm gonna collect my profits now. I'm done. I'm selling. Uh it's at an all time high. I'm getting out. Okay. We clear. So we if good? you think like a Wait. Laurie
2: Markkinen is like this is peak Laurie Markkinen you're like, hey, I'm gonna sell right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ca- yeah because you're like, this is, yeah. as, this is as this good is good as, as good it's as it's ever gets? gonna be. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll get out on top. Uh, or if you think there's even more for him to another level to get to, maybe you buy. You oh, buy, yeah. Keep, okay. I'll take okay, a thousand shares okay. of Lowry. Uh, stat, you know, like they do. I've I've have bought and sold some stocks before. It's no big deal.
1: All I know is Wolf of Wall Street, and they do the little papers.
0: That's pretty much how it works. Slips. That's pretty oh much God. how it works. Okay. Uh, in my cool. experience. Okay. We ready? <laughs> we ready? There's no Let's scale of one to two thousand. All right. This is a pretty straightforward game. <sighs> no you only great, got three Isaac. choices this time. No grades. Okay. That's good. Number one, Luka Doncic is the MVP favorite. Are you buying, are you holding, or are you selling? Who wants to go first? I, <laughs> I, <sighs> I, have, I have a <inaudible> question. Okay.
1: How do we define uh, MVP? Is it like Because every it's very subjective. I feel like every year it's very subjective. Best player on the best team. Player that carried the team. I mean, Jokic won in. The Nuggets were what?
0: Six seed, Six I think. Six seed, yeah.
1: yeah. So, I look at it like it's hmm. – I'm kind of old school mentality on it. I think it's the best player on the best team. But
0: well, that yeah, would be Jokic I'm again like... then, wouldn't it? Or, <laughs> I mean, Or, Jason, or Tatum, Jason Tatum, I guess. But, like, yeah. dude, I don't know. Jokic's numbers are really, really good. Denver has won, I think, 15 games in a row at home. I
1: know. they. <laughs> he might 3
0: I mean, on last
2: week's show, it was the unpopular – opinion when I said I'd still have Jokic as MVP right now, but I, I'm i with Cat. I think it's the best player on the best team. I think especially when you have guys on teams at the top that are clear candidates, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we had that year where Golden State was up there and they won all those games. It's just like, all right, well, you have literally like four all-stars on your team, mm-hmm. Steph and KD and everybody. So it was like kind of harder to kind of decipher through that, but you know, you have a clear candidate, Jokic. You have Tatum in Boston. you so there's other candidates with that. I think I'm going to, even though Luca is kind of like this Voyager when it comes to being a you know an MVP candidate, um, I just I think I'm gonna hold right now. I think I'm gonna hold right now. i'm I'm not buying, I'm not selling, but I'm gonna hold on Luca being yeah. okay. I agree okay. with
1: Isaac. I'm holding on to the stock. Uh, I it's there's a whole another half of a season left to go. You don't know what's going to happen. Last year Jason Tatum was mid-season everyone's MVP and then all of a sudden he did not have the best second half of the season, so you know, like you just don't know what's going to happen. So I'm holding on to the stock and I'm hoping that I can cash it in for an MVP win at the end of the season.
0: I think it's pretty low risk to hold the stock, right? I think if yeah. you sell like what if no one would have seen the the maps 36 and 12 or whatever run they went on last season coming? Now They don't have 48 games left to win 36 uh, out of the 48, but they could still hit a run. And let's say the Mavs end up, the West is still jam-packed. If they end up third and Luka is averaging 33-34 a game, I could see it happening. You could easily see it And also injuries could happen. Jokic, who knows? Maybe... Maybe tomorrow he takes a wrong step and he's out for a month. Hopefully you know, not. Anything right. can, yeah, hopefully not. But any, anything can happen. So I think, I think holding is the right decision. Did you uh, just
1: KG? Anything is possible?
0: It's tr- anything is possible. Um, <laughs> anything is possible. You could hit it big. You could put in a dollar and make a million bucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything is possible. However, this is not financial advice. Let me repeat. This is not financial advice. We are not experts. Okay. All right. You're so
1: serious. <laughs> Moving
0: on. The if Mavs. Oh, one eight hundred. Yeah, the Mavs will finish five hundred or better against the East. Currently, they are six and twelve. Now they did play Miami on Friday. We don't know the result of that game. They could be seven and twelve. Could be six and thirteen. They play thirty games against the East, and so they have to get up to fifteen wins. The Mavs have not had a losing record against the East in a while. So,
1: yeah. Uh. Are they
0: are they going to get to five hundred?
1: How many games do they have to win?
0: So they're six and twelve right now. Miami game left? pending, so they either need to win eight or nine out of the next uh, eleven games.
1: I'm going to sell my stock. Ooh, ooh. I'm you know ooh. this this year may not be the year to be five hundred against the East, but you know what? It's okay as long as you're five hundred <laughs> in the just in general. I'm happy.
0: The East is really good this year. The East
1: is very good this year. Really,
0: really. I mean, you could make the case of like four or five, maybe even like five of the best seven teams in the NBA are in the East right now. Uh, Milwaukee, yeah. Boston, Brooklyn, Philly, Cleveland. Like, yeah, I, I don't 100%. know how many teams in the West are better than any of those guys. Maybe, Mem- I mean, Memphis probably, Denver maybe. Uh, well, Denver probably, Memphis maybe. Let me reverse that. But uh, yeah, and the Mavs, by the way, have not played the Sixers. And so you kind of have to win at least one of those games mm-hmm. if you want to get to 500. I will also sell that stock, sadly. I apologize. Typically, I mean it wasn't long ago that in order to make the playoffs in the West, you had to go like 20 and 10 against the East. Like you had to yeah. like dominate the East. This well, year, I like mean, most teams, most teams in the West are not going to be 500.
1: Yeah, I East. feel like a couple of years ago those were the easier games, if you will. So, Isaac, what if about you? you? Will,
0: dude oh, you're, you're becoming hard yeah, every harp. every episode you're just one step closer <laughs> and at this juncture you're like halfway <laughs> yeah, there I
1: was gonna say, at this juncture i'm selling that <laughs> well as a
2: podcaster <laughs> you know, i'm uh i'm actually gonna i'm i'm not gonna sell i'm gonna buy Ooh. just because i like it i think the, i think the value is really low and i think majority of people are gonna say yeah i mean they've already lost that many games against the east now the better thing for me to do would be to look at the remaining games they have left and to see exactly what those <laughs> opponents are but without looking at that i'm gonna buy because i think the value is so low that i could get some good return
0: if they do pull it off yeah i think it's buying one... the dip yeah yeah buy the di- okay that again not financial <laughs> advice though not but not i'm not a financial advisor, advisor. Uh, they do have a nasty road back to back against the Hawks and the Heat later in the season. Uh they gotta play the mm. Pacers twice. That's the Rick Carlisle reunion or revenge or however you want to frame it. So they do have some tough games left against the East. Of course, still have to go uh, like I said, to Atlanta and to Miami. Mm. So some and, and play Philly twice. So there I feel are like some. At tough Atlanta,
1: ones. Miami's tough. Yeah. Those guys are gonna it's be ca- having yeah. a good time on that road trip. Yeah. Uh
0: <laughs> both those games hey, are joke? early tip offs too, so it's Did y'all see the DeJounte Murray interview? I did. I did. did. Well, I saw the one soundbite that made the rounds. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tough,
2: Um, you know, tough life. Prove yourself and
0: come off the bench. Yeah. I I can't believe they like asked him to work out. I don't know. Really tough. Yeah, I know. Um, Practice. All right. (laughs) Reggie Bullock is back. Bullock in the last six games, 47.7% from three. 40% from 3 since December 1st. Are you buying, holding or selling your Reggie Bullock stock?
1: Isaac, you can go.
0: Okay.
2: Oh, whoever's selling, hit me up. I'll buy it from you straight up. I'm ready. I'm I'm all I love Reggie and if I'm going if I'm starting a playoff series tomorrow, I want Reggie on my team. And I know he hasn't had the best, you know, shooting season and stuff, but yeah, I'm
0: I'm ready to go to war with Reggie. I agree, I'm buying.
1: I'm buying. I'm buying. Um, Once you see him kind of take this turn in the season, which we have seen in years past, usually it's- Very uh, bizarre. It it is. Very
0: very bizarre, inexplicable. Bobby
1: likes to compare him to a Pokemon. I don't want to butcher the name, but- Which one? The Slow Start.
0: Ah! Ah. uh, Onyx. Uh, Slacking. <laughs> oh no no no! Reggie Gigas, Reggie Gigas, yeah, there you go.
1: Because yeah. I'm like, like, no, it has Reggie in the name. Yeah,
0: no, Reggie Gigas ability: slow start call for it the first for the first five turns. It's on the field. <laughs> it's attack. It's special attack. And its speed are all cut in half. But then after five turns, boom! It's back to full, and it becomes an absolute juggernaut. Oh my gosh,
1: that is Reggie Bullock.
0: What
2: do you, yeah. What do you think the Venn diagram is, Pokemon fans who listen to this show? Uh, it's a circle. What's Co-
1: the cross? Comment below if you're a Pokemon fan. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> comment below. if you you
0: If you're listening on the radio in your car right now, just say it aloud. <laughs> Are you a Pokemon us. fan or not? Yeah, if you're on YouTube, <laughs> comment right below. Um, I will buy the Reggie Bullock stock as well. What's really been uh, a, a key development more, I mean, obviously hitting his threes has been really good, but even more so than that, he's starting to put the ball on the floor a little bit. He's finishing at the yeah. basket, he's cutting. Uh, Christian Wood hit him with a nice no-look pass against Atlanta now. Late in that Atlanta game, Bullock had a shot in the corner. There was a guy closing out, so it would have been pretty heavily contested. He put the ball on the floor and tried to attack John Collins. That was like right in the final minute or so of regulation. Probably should have even either taken the shot or kicked it out. Um, I think Luca maybe had a a glimpse, but he was trying to make a play. And that is something that we were all sort of criticizing him for earlier in the year is not trying to make plays, like being too passive, like hot potato with the ball. No, I would I would rather see guys tr- like try, than and try and That's fail. That's exactly you know. what I was
1: thinking. I'm like, look, the guys trying, learning a new skill set when you have been in the league this long is not the easiest thing. But I remember when Dorian kind of uh, started putting the ball on the floor and kind of adapting into out of, adapting into becoming a different player than just a catch and shoot three guy.
0: More dynamic, more dimensional. Yes, game.
1: there you go. I. It took a little bit of time for him to kind of get comfortable and learn it, but it's like once you get it, it's it's in the confidence. And if, if you can build the confidence in the regular season to so then have it in the postseason, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I'm buying. Hard buy, um, in my opinion. You don't have to agree with me. <laughs> the Mavs defense, are you buying, holding, or selling this thing? They are 28th in the NBA in defensive rating over their last 15 games.
1: Oh, dude, I'm holding this. Are you kidding me? We just got back Dorian and Josh. You don't know what's going to happen. The defense was top 10 when the guys were playing. So, granted, you know, Maxie said on the Bally's pregame show that he could be back possibly before all-star break which would be
0: pretty stupendous
1: wow yeah i mean i think when they initially compared the injury to the chris middleton one chris middleton one was out for six months you were like oh my gosh this is super dire but him going on you heard it from the horse's mouth so him going on and saying that he could possibly be back before all-star break definitely before playoffs like yeah i'm holding because those are defense like that's that's the mavs defense and they're coming back
2: I'm definitely not buying. um I'm just trying to figure out if i'm if I'm holding or I'm selling. I think I will hold for a lot of the reasons Kat said, um uh, you know, and and I think a decent of it is about Maxie being i to come back um and not being out you know, the whole year basically. so I want to hold out hope that Dorian Josh, Maxie is gonna you know write the ship a little bit and we got to see, you know it's it's trade season over the next you know month that we're going up to. You know, the trade deadline in February, and let's we'll see if, you know, if they go out and if they want to try to improve defensively, then... So, I'm going to hold right now. I'm not confident in
0: it, but I'm going to hold. I'm hammering the bye only because I don't think they're a bottom five defense. Now, do I think they have any chance of becoming above average or reaching the top 10? Probably not. But I, they're definitely not bottom five in the NBA. They just need to be, with as good as their offense is, they need to be somewhere between... Twelve and 18 you know if they can get just out of the bottom 10 i think that's fine um but they they've got a lot of work to do to i get mean there, to put it in perspective
1: their first 25 games they were tied for 10th after 25 yeah, games. which is good and that is when they lost josh and i think that's yeah. when they lost josh and yeah, then maxi followed shortly yeah and then dorian so. yeah
0: yeah um gotta get better soon though for a little bit yeah gotta get better soon though um okay last last few let's uh let's let's go in speed mode. Jaden Hardy, 2022-23 rotation player. Now that Dorian and Josh are back, Tim is back, uh, Wood is out. That doesn't really affect the guard rotation. Is Jaden Hardy going to regularly play the rest of the regular season? Buy, hold, or sell? Isaac.
2: Uh, I'm on a sell. Um, just because he's young and when they have everybody, I mean, you start looking at when you get into playoff time, you know, the rotation typically – you know, shrinkings, um, you know, it gets to eight, nine guys, sometimes, sometimes 10. But you look at the starting lineup, you know, if everybody is healthy, then I don't see him playing over Josh, um, you know, Josh, Maxi, these guys. Like, so regular rotation, I would sell that. It would take some injuries, I think, to see him consistently.
0: Cut.
1: I'm kind of optimistic on this. So I'm going to hold half of them and I'm going to sell half of them. Okay. Like I ha- I have a lot of Jaden Hardy stock, baby. And I am going to
0: Okay, so you're you're I- I diversifying your yes. portfolio.
1: I'm diversifying the portfolio. <laughs> okay. I am I have hope that he will be able to because like I say, what better way to learn than to be out there and actually doing it. So I'm hoping that he does get the opportunity to do that. However, with all the guys coming back, especially Josh Green, Tim Hardaway getting more minutes. Don't where it's going to go but you never know what can happen in February 9th so I'm just saying.
0: I'm going to go yeah. very cautious hold. Uh, I'm checking the prices daily but the only the only reason that I'm, I'm not completely out because there is a logjam on the depth chart right now especially in that sort of like two guard kind of like weird combo two three sort of spot that he sometimes plays mm-hmm. is the trade deadline is approaching and there's a chance that some chess pieces get moved around the board a little bit and all of a sudden there's boom 12 minutes you know or 15 yeah. minutes to be had so We'll see, uh, but I think next year is more the year for Hardy. Um, yeah. Major. How about Josh Green, soon to be NBA starter? Now that's not this season, but like starting opening night twenty twenty three twenty four, Josh Green NBA starter. Buy, hold, or sell? I'll go first. I'm holding. I'm I'm a little optimistic, but I'm holding.
2: I'll hold too. Yeah. Um, I, I said it. Uh, I said it back a few pods ago on lockdown Mavs and uh, Nick was kind of surprised, got a few comments about, it. but I said, going into the trade deadline, I think Josh green is the second most um, coveted asset by the Mavs outside of Luca. And that's kind of surprising. I mean, that's just my opinion, but I think it's it, it even surprises me a little bit that I'm there considering where I was at in the off season with Josh green. Um, I'm not as confident to say hey I'm buying up all the stock that he's going to be a starter. I'm I'm going to hold like Bobby, but I'm way more optimistic and I'm I'm considering it a lot more than what I would, you know, if you asked me 6 months ago.
1: I've learned not to doubt the power of Josh Green. I'm buying, oh, baby. Oh, okay. All right,
0: all right. All right, Cats loading up.
1: Yeah, I Let's mean, go. I'm eating my words from preseason because I was like, I don't know how I feel about him, and then look what he did. So, you know, I'm hoping that it's like kind of the reverse jinx here. I love it. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I love Let's it. Let's buy it up.
0: All right, last one very quick. The Mavs will win at least 45 games this season. They have to go 21-15 and 15 the rest of the way to get there. I'm selling. Buy, We got to sell. We got to buy. I'll split the difference. I'll go hold. I think there's... Actually, you know what? Let's pick it up right there after the break. Let's just talk about that real quick Um, in the next segment. We also have a sort of a philosophical conversation coming up next about whether or not we're having fun this season (laughs) because that's been a big topic on the TL (laughs) over the last couple weeks as well. So don't go anywhere on the corner three. Uh, Coming up next, me, Kat, and Isaac. We are going to... we're going to have some fun, or maybe we're not. I am not know. sure. We'll just see whenever we get there, <laughs> and then we'll also uh, finish our, our stock exchange. So, all right, don't go it We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Corner 3. We got some business dealings to wrap up before we get to, uh, <laughs> to the philosophical thing. The last question in the last segment, the, the final investment we're considering right now, the Mavs will win 45 plus games this season. Of course, last year, the Mavs went 52 and 30. Okay. So they do have to be over 500. And in a year where really nobody in the West is winning a ton of games, they kind of have to be relatively significantly over 500 to get there. Now our snap take was, (laughs) I'm holding Isaac, you're buying cat. You're selling. We read the YouTube comments. We know some people want us to debate a little bit, and so we got some good sports disagreements here going on, so I want everyone to defend their take right now. Who wants to go first? Who's brave? Who's brave? Who's brave? Who's brave? Who's first. brave? All right. Oh, my god. take-a-thon cat want to go? Or? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, going into the Heat game, they do have the like 11th easiest <laughs> schedule, but I will say some of the opponents coming up are not going to be be easy i mean three in a row versus memphis it's like three in a row or three and like, four th- yeah
0: three out of yeah like, they play them, like memphis. three times in, like nine days yeah we
1: looked at the schedule it's it's not games where memphis is going to be clinched so memphis is still going to be wanting like wanting to win plus i think there's like a little bit of a rivalry building there just because last year when memphis was on that huge winning streak without jaw The Mavericks beat them. I just think Memphis always has a chip on their shoulder when they play the Mavs. Now, it seems like maybe this year they just have a chip on their shoulder when they play anyone. But Yeah, exactly. But I think, honestly, like whenever they play the Mavericks, they have that little extra. Plus the whole job, Luca narrative. I don't know. So those three games are definitely on my to-watch list. They're also having to play Denver again. They play the Pelicans. The Pelicans have been really good. I don't know what's going on with Zion, but, you know... The schedule may say it's easy, but there is some tough opponents in there. So we'll see. And then we'll see, you know, the guys got coming back from injury. Like, are they going to be full on? Are they not? You know, I stick wow. with it. I'm a sell.
0: Isaac, Later. disagree right now. Go disagree. Go.
2: So the Mavs have the 11th easiest schedule going into the game against Miami. Um. <laughs> Did we
1: just use Isaac?
2: They play Memphis three
0: times. Oh, they own Memphis.
2: They own Memphis. Uh, you know the Pelicans are hurt. They they've already beat the Pelicans this year. <laughs> just, like... um... <laughs> just point by point, just Listen,
1: absolutely yeah, just, just breaking you down, just dominating <laughs> you in you. the marketplace
0: of ideas.
2: Uh, okay, the Mavs went on a run at the you know the second half of last season, uh, in particular after the trade line last year. They made the big trade. They went on a big run. They had a great record to finish the year. Um, you know, Lucas MVP candidate, so I don't think that's going to go away. I think he's going to, he sees it in sight. I know team success is his main thing that he wants and cat. No, you can't come back to cat. And then, you know, I think he's going to keep, keep going for that. I think, um, you know, we can't talk about the trade deadline too much, but I think they're going to be, uh, making some calls around the deadline stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think they're going to try to go for a top four seed in the West. And I mean, they're obviously going to go for it, but I think they'll have a, a good, successful second half of the season like last year.
1: Isaac, they Here play we. the Kings three more times. Ooh, so.
0: ooh that is a, that's a backbreaker.
2: Might need to take back everything I just said.
0: <laughs> uh, but no, they can beat the Kings. Come on. Um, the, the one thing that gives me hope right, is whenever they okay. do not play the worst defense in the NBA on any given night, they've won like 70% of their games. Um, but when they play the worst defense of the NBA on any given night, they are 2-13, and, and that means they've played fift- 15 times. They have had allowed 118 points per possession or more, which is what the 30th place Spurs allow per Going game. Going
1: into today, they've allowed 130 <laughs> in three straight. Yeah,
0: and uh, so they've had Yikes. the th- equivalent of the th- the worst defensive rating in the NBA in one out of every three games they've played this season. And they've lost almost all of them, which is really, really bad. But it means whenever they're not just the worst, they win almost all the time. And so if there's any improvement, I mean, I, again, I'm not saying you need a, a lot guys down. You You need to be a top five defense, but if you're just not the worst defense, you're gonna win a lot. And so I am, I'm cautiously optimistic that they can rattle off like eight out of nine or something at some point, but the schedule is is full of uh, landmines here, and you've got you've got to navigate it pretty carefully. But we'll see, we'll see. That was see that was some good, healthy sports disagreement. Can can we sure. agree that, that w- there was nothing wrong with just kind of going at each other's throats a little bit? That's great. I'm, I'm ready. fine.
1: It's fine. There was even so. It's fine. It's fine.
0: Is it fine or is it is it fine?
1: It's fine. Oh
0: God. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Bobby's in trouble. After. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Let's 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 spell out our hearts. Okay? We need All we need right. to write some poetry, we need to write some songs, we need to write a book or something. <laughs> it's time to have a serious conversation. I'm ready. Go on. Are we having fun this season? Like is this has this been a fun year? Now I know if you zero if, fun, sir! If you ever <laughs> log on to Twitter, remember the Titans. You will know that it doesn't seem like anyone is having fun, and I, I will I will say this, touch okay? grass, bros. Well, no, Wait, we can't. Twitter, we, we Twitter can't, in
2: general, no fun. We <laughs> or, can't do the ivory man? tower
0: thing and dunk on people. Uh, the, the one dunking. thing that that is one hundred percent true is that expectations have entered the chat, right? Particularly after the nineteen twenty season. Once you know that Luca is the guy, yeah. once you make the playoffs, once you see what he's capable of. And especially once you sign him to a, a second contract that is worth a lot of money and, of course, uh, the whole, you know, every, every star leaves thing, like, the pressure's on, right? The clock is ticking, the clock is ticking, the expectations are high. It's not just, especially after going to the conference finals, it's not just win a series, now it's you got to win a championship, okay? And so if that is where your expectations are, and then midway through the season you're at 500 and you're losing some games, maybe you should win. And whether it's injuries or whether it's vibes or whatever, Jalen leaves, all of a sudden it's like, okay, you know, this is not the team. This is not the level of success that I was expecting to see. And therefore I'm not having fun. So are we, are we having fun? Are you having fun? Isaac, are you having fun? What, what is the, where, where's the funnel at right now for, for all of you? You want me to go first? You want cat?
1: You can go. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, i I'm not going to be, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I It hasn't been the most fun season uh, for me. You know, it's a little different for us because, like, we're fans, but we're also, you know, we also talk about it for a living, too. And, you know, talk about this team every single day. Like, we we all three watch every single minute of every single game. So it's like, all right. And, at you know, I think, uh, you know, our friend Jason Gallagher had a – had a tweet earlier in the season and he was like, man, it feels like a chore to watch this team play basketball sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, that that's honestly how it feels uh, a little bit. Some of it's because of expectations. Some of it's because of just how the team's constructed and, and and all of that. But it, and it, it feels weird saying it hasn't been the most fun season for, for me to, to consume or cover when it's Luca's like best MVP season too, at the same time and I think it's, it, it is because of some of the expectation because we want the team to do so good and to get back to that conference finals and all of that, um, that it raises everybody's, you know, excitement and fandom levels to where everybody's just mad and arguing if you can't, you know, if, if you're not one of the best teams in the league. So um, it hasn't, I haven't had the most fun, but it, it's not miserable either. Like, you know, we're not the wizards. So, you know, <laughs> You know, they didn't lose to the Wizards. <laughs> they did, they did. Um and they'll be here you know, what? Tuesday? A couple days, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tuesday, I think. Um They're gonna be no, like, Where's you know,
1: that Isaac guy? He's like, He's got he. something to prove.
2: Um, but you know, I think there's some other teams. I you know, when you pose that question, um, it's like, hey, you know, about fun, I was like looking across, we kind of did some rankings last week, um, but it was more of like grading and all of that. But like what fan bases are having the most fun right now. And then it's like what fan bases are having the least amount of fun this season. And I'm like, we're not in some of these categories of having the least amount of fun, but there's also some teams in the league. I'm like, I think Kings fans are having more fun than us right now. Um, So, you know, I I guess it's a long way of saying it's somewhere in between there's some nights. It's fun. Um, There's some nights. This is not fun to watch the team play basketball. So that's where I'm at.
1: I'm having fun. I mean, you win some, you lose them. That's a given going into any season or whatever, barring injuries. I'm having a good time. I mean, yeah, there's been, I'm like 85% fun. You know, like about 15% of the time, I'm like, mm, I don't want to watch this. But for the most part, it's been really fun for me. It's been really fun to see Luca just having like an amazing season. And, you know, I'm just here for for the vibes.
2: <laughs> so will they win 45 games?
1: <laughs> you know, okay, you know what's been fun to watch is the West standings just all throughout it. Yeah. You've never just completely lost hope. Like you're always yeah. just in it, right? And and it's been such such a tight race that I think that's what keeps it fun for me like
2: that's been like the saving grace of a lot of it is yeah no matter what how many stretches you go through and they lose they give up 130 and three straight you know all this stuff and it's like dang I don't know what like how's this you can look at the west and say all right well the grand scheme of things no matter who they play pretty much in the first round it's like I'm not gonna say they don't
0: have a shot so exactly that that part's fun
1: yeah
0: I think the the, the distinguishing factor between whether or not something is fun is it truly is a, like a matter of perspective and the glass half full or glass half empty because cat, like you said, we're watching Luca play at a level of basketball that arguably no player for this organization has ever reached like yeah. the level of scoring the the assists, um, you know Dirk was the best player on the planet. The in my opinion, in my opinion, from like probably like oh four through like oh seven, he was maybe the best player in the NBA, right? Dude, that and then was again, so fun to in twenty eleven, he was incredible. But Luca is just the the production is just out of this world, right? So we're seeing him play at just an all time level, and it's been a treat. But the the more negative, more pessimistic person would say, yes, we're seeing him reach that level, but we're not winning enough games. Other people are letting him down. He needs more help, all that stuff, and so we're wasting it and he's going to leave. And so if that is your if if you're always I guess trying to think you're trying to think big picture, I guess you would be maybe more of a pessimistic in that regard. But then on the other hand, um if we think of the two most fun seasons in recent memory for the Mavs, right? Came in 2013-14, I think you're going to have a lot of people saying that that was their favorite Mavs team of the post-title Dirk era, right? That's Dirk Monte, Sean Marion, Vince Carter, the buzzer beater against the Spurs. They finished eighth place in the West. I think that. Dewan Blair. Yeah, yeah, Dewan Blair. I think that the only reason people say and claim that that season is fun is because they went to game seven against the Spurs. I think in the moment, not many people were having fun. Um, that team blew a lot of fourth quarter leads. That team had an incredibly efficient offense, but they lost a lot of close games. They gave away, I think they led the league in 10-point leads or blown 10-point leads that season. Um, At times, they struggled in the clutch, and they finished eighth in the conference. They won 49 games. Now, maybe that season was only fun because expectations were low. I don't know. Um, But there was a lot of reasons during that season for people to get mad, and trust me, people were mad. Fast forward to 2019-20, year two of the Luka era, year one of KP. uh, They got Seth Curry, who everyone hated that signing in the summer. But all of a sudden, by the end of the year, they loved him because he was a good – he is, just is a good player. <laughs> I think they should have loved that signing at the time. But expectations were higher, right? They wanted Kemba or they wanted somebody else. Instead, all you get is Seth Curry. People were upset. But okay, that, that year, the Mavs, the most efficient offense in NBA history. They were incredible. But, again, very below average defense. They blew a lot of leads. They lost a lot of close games. Very frustrating season for them they lost uh they blew it like a 15 point lead at home to the hornets like they just constantly were just giving away games giving away games but people in retrospect they say that that was such a fun season even though they only finished what sixth or seventh in the conference uh and they got kind of handled in the first round by the clippers and injuries affected that and covid and all that other stuff but like there were plenty of reasons to be frustrated during that season and trust me people were frustrated But I feel like if you ask fans what's the most fun you've ever had watching this team, 2013-14 and 2019-20 are going to be the top two answers, with the exception of maybe the playoff run from last season. But I would also say the playoff run for last season followed uh, a couple months where some fans wanted the Mavs to tank. Uh, Some fans were furious that they didn't trade Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, some fans did not like Reggie Bullock at the beginning of the season. All of a sudden he led the conference, the, uh, led the whole NBA, I think, in, in um, minutes during the playoffs and three-pointers and everything. So I feel like you only know if something is fun once you get to the end of the road. I feel like if you're if you're trying to like d- decide, like, this is not fun or this is whatever in the moment, it's never going to be fun because even the best teams lose. So I, I just yeah. feel like, yeah. I don't know, what I've challenged myself to do, and I know I've talked for a very long time and I'm almost done, I promise. But what I've challenged myself to do is unlike the Dirk era, whenever I was the die hard guy and I was living and dying on every game, and if you know, especially in 06, 07, 08, like I was just pissed off all the time whenever they lost. And then all of a sudden, like fast forward and now Dirk is thirty-five or thirty-six and like he's not Dirk anymore, you know? And man, I would just God, I would kill for the days whenever Dirk would get twenty five or thirty like it's nothing. And it would be so much fun to watch those teams and I just miss that. I miss that. Well, it's over now. And so I challenged myself whenever Luca became like legit, like I'm always going to enjoy Luca. I'm always going to enjoy this era because odds are, like we got lucky to get Luca after Dirk. Yeah, like mm-hmm. we're super spoiled. That we'll we'll never see a guy at their level probably again once Luke is gone. At least in my lifetime. Like I'm- you're probably not. And so what I don't want to do is at the end of his career, look back and think, man, I didn't allow myself to enjoy yeah. anything that was going on because I was just so pissed. Then in twenty nineteen they didn't sign Terrence Ross to a contract. I think or there's because a deep they gave, life lesson here. Yeah, or like because they gave JaVale the the uh, mid level exception taxpayer in twenty twenty two. Like I'm just yeah. I'm just gonna be so steamed online. I'm gonna paint a please send help mural because I'm just so pissed off about like giving Delon right a contract. Like I am just not gonna let the little stuff affect how much I appreciate uh, the big thing. And so that's that's my answer. So yeah, no, it's it's not fun watching them lose, but it is an absolute pleasure to watch Luca play basketball. And Do we I, have I a just blood
2: pressure cuff for Bobby.
0: Well, <laughs> okay. I'm actually yeah. a subject, sir. It's, it's getting more under control, Isaac. <laughs> all right. It's getting okay. more under, that's a large reason why I've been able to enjoy it is, I'm totally
1: with you on that. And I think one of the biggest things that I've learned in the last few years, just in life in general, is Live in the present because you're never going to have that moment again, right? So if you're complaining about the past or worried about the future, you're not going to enjoy what you're going through right now. And so, yeah, there's wins, there's losses. That's just life, you know? That's just straight up life. So if you just are constantly being present and being aware of your happiness within the time, I don't think you can go wrong. You can go wrong. So were that's take- why I'm having fun.
0: Yeah, there were takeaways from the Luka 60 point game, like he shouldn't have to score 60 in order to beat the Knicks. And it's like, bro, it like
1: so just enjoy it. Him.
0: Just just have
2: fun. Like, what? Just that's have fun. So fun.
0: Just like who just,
2: cares? Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy it. That was awesome. Just think of just think of last year. They were three wins away from making the finals for the third time in franchise history. And think about all the complaining and all the feelings all of last year. It's like, it's like what Bobby said. Whatever, whatever year that they win the finals again, which will will happen again, there's going to be so many people mad online that whole season, all through the playoffs, and then it's gonna they're gonna win the title, and I, like, dude, this is one of the best years in franchise. And then history. you go
1: back and you're like, I didn't even enjoy the season, so like, <laughs> yeah. just be present and enjoy what's yeah. happening in front of your face at that current time.
0: Yeah, Damn. I and w- the, whatever every anytime I ever talk about this or tweet about it or you're whatever, really which is why I don't it. tweet anymore, mm-hmm. but like. of course it's the hurled stuff at me is like map state media or your propaganda guy or your shill or whatever, or like you're a bootlicker for Mark Cuban or something. And I'm like, I promise you I'm not. Um, but like it is sure at some point, maybe Luca will leave and that will suck. But if it like nothing you or I can do can change that. And so like, you might as well have fun while you can. Your favorite TV show is going to get canceled one day. Like, eventually, one day, they will not make any more Marvel movies. Big Brother and will like, go
1: forever. Yeah, I don't know and what like, you're talking about. Like,
0: Marvel is just not going to be a thing anymore. So, like, you might as well enjoy the movies that you like while they make them. Or, you know, what, like, no matter what is going on in your life, like, many relationships end, many marriages end, many, like, people come and go. Uh, there's <laughs> friendships end. Like, are you going to just worry about, uh, how your best friend and you might drift apart, like while you're best friends. No, you're gonna have fun. Like, just I don't know. This is just a, this is just a life. There's thing. an know. era
1: for everything, and I think it's just something that you notice once it's passed. But there's just no reason to just not. I don't know, man. Just, well, and, just, and we can't be in the moment. We, we cannot do like...
0: anything about it. Nothing that I say nothing. or do. Nothing that Katya. Nothing that you say or do. Uh, nothing that Isaac says or does nothing that anybody with anybody with a Twitter account says or does can change it. Heck, there might not even be anything that Mark Cuban can do to change it because players have won championships and then left teams all the time. It happens pretty regularly, actually. (laughs) Like you look at the list of like the most three or four recent champions, their guys don't really play there anymore. Yeah. LeBron won a title with the Cavs is not there. He won a title with the Lakers. Who knows how long he's going to be there? Kawhi won a title with the Raptors and then dipped. KD won a couple with the Warriors and then dipped. Like, It just happens. And so I know this is a results-based business. I know that this is a results-based thing. But even the teams that have the best results sometimes still lose their guys. And so if you're going to spend the entire Luka era worried about the day that Luka leaves, you are not going to enjoy what you're watching. You are going to be miserable. It is not going to be fun. And the whole point of entertainment is to have fun. And that's kind of my my take.
2: Can I, can I end this on this? Yes. So, you know, sometimes you get asked these questions of, Hey, what's your biggest fear in life, right? Like you, you know, you get asked random different times or group settings. And my answer is always the same thing. My answer isn't the ocean, even though I don't like the ocean, um, isn't spiders. (laughs) It scares me. Isn't all those other things. My answer every single time is when it's all said and done for me in this life, that I won't be content that, contentment will be this endless chase that I will go my whole life chasing for this happiness, this fulfillment, this contentment in life. Like I got to be content. I got to get this next. I got to do this next. That when it's all said and done, I never enjoyed life because I was constantly chasing this elusive contentment. And however you want to take that to this season and to this Luca MVP historical year that Luca's having, Don't constantly be chasing for this perfect NBA season for your perfect franchise and perfect team or perfect player. Enjoy what we have now. Like let's live in the present. Let's love this Lucas season and let's just have fun together as Mavs fans.
0: Well said, well said, well said. I'm glad that we had that conversation. Enjoy it. Just have fun because (laughs) you never know when it's going to be over. And that goes for everything, not just basketball, but okay great show guys thank you for joining and thank you out there for listening whether you're listening on the freak whether you're watching on youtube whether you're listening on spotify or itunes we really appreciate you hope you have a fantastic weekend and we will see you next time on the corner three in studio 41 radio